How about it? Living in ones and zeros. Everything's changed. It's changed so rapidly. We really can't we can't get our we can't wrap ourselves around it. It's just too fast and too much. But sometimes there's there's an iconic event that lets you know just how crazy and screwed up things have become. I was driving down um, Pacific Coast Highway, uh, just below Big Sur. There's a beach where the elephant seals come to mate and to then they come back and they they have children on the beach and they're huge i mean they're they're um, they're enormous wonderful beasts and i get down there and there's a huge crowd at this one little uh kind of state park lookout place and i go there and there's there's thousands of these elephant seals on the beach wow it's a rainy kind of windy day and i get out of the car and i go over and i'm looking at them with everybody else and all of a sudden a huge hello kitty bus appears And out from this Hello Kitty bus jump 25 Japanese teenagers, each wearing a different Hello Kitty outfit. This was enough. I mean, I said, thank you. I mean, no one's going to believe it, but look at this. It is so surreal. But that was only the beginning. So two of these um, young Japanese ladies come uh, next to me, and one of them takes out her cell phone camera and takes a picture of the seals on the beach. She then proceeds to text that file to the girl next to her. And they spend the next 15 minutes looking at the pictures on the tiny screen on their phone. And then they all get into the Hello Kitty bus and go back to from whence they came. I, I, I was I was flabbergasted. I didn't show it because it's it's not, not a great idea to be flabbergasted in public. But there it is, you know, uh, totally in touch, totally out of touch, everything at the speed of light. When I was growing up, you know, everything was basically at the speed of car, you know, and before that, basically everything was at the speed of train or the speed of the fast clipper. And in fact, in most of, of our history, we've been living at the speed of horse. Okay, speed of horse. What's this? Clip, clop, bang, clip, clop, bang, clip, clop, clip, clop, bang, bang, bang. That's an Amish drive-by shooting. Well, Peter, I thought uh, that we'd do a little piece here that I wrote originally for um, a local radio program, which I really like, called Bird Note. It's about a, it's about birds, and uh, they called me and said, "Would you write a piece for us?" And I did, except it, well, it wasn't quite the thing they wanted. They kind of wanted, you know, to get down there and in Gullsville and you know, and and hear a bunch of sounds and. You know, that kind of thing. And I decided that really, if you're a bird, it's kind of like being in Waiting for Godot, except I called it Waiting for Birdland. So let's just read this, Pete. Let's do it. You know what I'm afraid of, Gogo? Cars, dogs, uh, baseballs. uh, You know, pigeons have no known predators, Dodo. I'm afraid of sticking out in the flock. And so you're doing it again. Right now. I know. I don't believe it. There you are. All are like like facing the other way. No sense to it. I I can't remember how it happened. Hey, flock wheel left, flock wheel right, land grip coup. Good. Same old thing. Mm. You just weren't going with the flock, Dodo. I'm really obvious, right, Gogo? Like like sticking out. Everybody else is meditating on internal matters and is as one pigeon with all existence. I can see your tail because I landed here next to you, Dodo. 
Turn around or something. Do flashy acrobatics. Double Janet Gaynor with a twister. Okay, okay. Wow. Hey, go-go. Bill just died. The the bill down about 20 to the left there. Uh, My left. Oh, uh uh-huh. That'd be on your right, uh go-go. We sat next to him on the high school in 96. Mm -hmm. Second flock moves. He'll land in the diamond lane. Pass it on. Ah, Bill, he was a fat, stupid, lovable guy. I remember he laid an egg at that high school, and he loved to fly. Yeah, what a pigeon. Never got more than 20 feet off the ground in his life, though. (laughs) Well, dear old Bill won't be waiting for Birdland anymore. Hey, wait a second. How did you do that? Do what? Well, turn around like that. Now we're all facing the same way. Show me. C- c- come on. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, I can't do it if anybody's watching. Uh, oh, oh, Go-Go? Mm. I- is uh, that what we're all doing here? Waiting for Birdland? Um, well, we weren't here yesterday. Well, were we waiting? Uh, of course. We were all waiting. They don't call us pigeons for nothing. <laughs> uh, the flock was on the grass yesterday. Alas, the grass is always. Uh, not always. Always. It's always the same wire. It, isn't it always the same grass? Uh, not always. Never. Always. Always. I hate to break this to you, a Toyota executive wrote, but we have a tendency for mechanical failure in accelerator pedals of a certain manufacturer on certain models. The message continued. The time to hide on this one is over. We need to come clean. The time to hide? There's there's a time to hide when you're a major automobile manufacturer and you have a car with a serious mechanical defect that may be life-threatening? There's a time to hide and a time not to hide? This message was written in January of 2009 by Irving A. Miller, then a group vice president for Toyota Motor Sales in the USA, and he wrote it to another Toyota staff member. Three days later, the car maker, bowing to pressure from Congress, federal regulators, and consumers, issued a recall on sticking pedals affecting millions of vehicles. (laughs) And just in time. The cry for action by Mr. Miller, disclosed in documents made public for the first time last week, I'm reading from the Gray Lady, came at the end of an extraordinary four-month period for the Japanese automaker. In that time, federal regulators say there have been deliberate efforts by company officials to keep information about possible defects from the government. I have to stop right here. I grew up in Cleveland in a time when Cleveland was making lots and lots of cars. My dad was a Chevy man. He always had Chevys. My friend down the block, his dad always had Fords. I thought it a little odd, since Chevys were obviously the best car in the world because my dad was loyal to them. But nonetheless, everybody agreed. Cars were good things. They were made well, and they lasted forever. So I began to bond with cars, cars as a... uh, a steady signpost in my life. And then we kind of stopped making really good cars. In fact, America started making a lot of crap. So I decided to bond with foreign cars that were made well, and Toyota was one of them. I had one of the first Toyotas. In fact, when my dad was doing advertising for a car lot in Cleveland, I had the original, the Toyopet, with suicide doors that opened the wrong way, and everybody laughed at me, including myself. But I loved Toyotas, and and I came to believe that Toyota and Honda, these people were like 
This was righteous, man. They did it right. And now to find out that these sons of guns have been cheating us all along, it's, well, it's enough to make a guy like me go pour a can of 30 weight over my Cheerios and weep in the corner. So anyway, in announcing that he would seek the maximum $16.4 million fine over the sticking pedal recall, Transportation Secretary Ray LaHood... The maximum fine is $16.4 million to a company worth trillions by putting us, well, that's a real fine. Boy, that's really going to hurt. We're going to like, we're not going to spend $8 billion to bring these cars back because we only have to pay Roy LaHood and his boys $16.4 million. It's just just cigarette money. Well, Roy LaHood has constantly called Toyota safety deaf. What did you say, Roy? Safety deaf. And he zeroed in on the months between late September and mid-January for particular. Now, here's the real tough one. I'm going to get to it. The fact is, is that Toyota treated America, its largest, its largest client, shabbily. Uh, They go around Europe saying that they're going to change the car and there's going to be a recall. In, In Canada, they issued a recall for more than 370 8,000 vehicles over this problem and told the owners uh, that how these vehicles would be fixed by changing the shape of the pedal and in some cases reconfiguring the floor. Some Canadian cars also might get brake override systems uh, meant to stop the car if it accelerated unexpectedly. You know, you know, the kind of thing you do when you s- accelerate unexpectedly.